Hello, friend, and welcome to the DIY Music Factory podcast brought to you by Bobby Manila Audio. The DIY Music Factory podcast is a no-fuss approach to home recording for the everyday wannabe rock star. I'm your host, Bobby Manila, and welcome to today's episode. Hello and welcome to episode four of the DIY Music Factory podcast, a no-fuss approach to home recording for the everyday wannabe rock star. I'm Bobby Manila, a fellow home recording enthusiast, sharing my thoughts and insights as I navigate my music business journey with you. Today's topic is what is the importance of multi-tracks or multi-tracking for one instrument while recording? Today's conversation is inspired by one of my oldest friends, Kyle, whom I've had the pleasure of playing in a couple of bands with throughout the years. And nowadays I help him with his home recordings as he's super nifty at writing catchy punk rock music. He asked me about the importance of multi-tracking and in this case, Kyle means recording one part multiple times when recording. So instead of going down the rabbit hole of regurgitating the entire history and evolution of multi-track recording, And there are numerous articles out there and it's fascinating to read them and learn from them. And they are written by more knowledgeable people than myself, but I will try my best to expand upon this question and offer up my own insights for Kyle and other home recording enthusiasts who may also be wondering about why you would want to record one instrument part multiple times. And thank you for the question, Kyle. In my niche of rock-oriented music, there's a few reasons why I might want to record a singular part multiple times. The main being thickening, widening, harmonies, and comping. So before we get stuck into those, let's start by having a look and a discussion about the stereo image. And what is the stereo image, some of you may be asking. When you listen to audio in a good listening environment, either with a pair of stereo speakers or with some headphones, you should get a feeling of width and depth, like you're in the middle of a jam room or at a concert, or even like you're on stage performing yourself. You should get a sense of where each of the instruments are placed on the soundstage around you as they're strategically placed using panning and automation to give them space in which to occupy. Making use of stereo imaging is an essential part of what goes into creating an exceptional mix that is an experience to listen to. Mixes that make use of width, depth, and the perception of space on the audible soundstage will create an encompassing listening listening experience for the listener. Part of creating an exciting experience within the stereo image on our audible soundstage is being able to place those parts we have recorded multiple times for various use and effect. Let's start with thickening. Thickening pretty much means exactly as the word implies. To thicken a particular piece of audio and to add some extra heft. (laughs) Such a good word, huh? Heft. For me, more often than not, when I'm talking about thickening, it's going to be on the vocals. I also like to thicken up the melody and lead guitar parts as well, but for the most part, it's when I'm going to keep the elements closer together in the mix, like on a vocal line, to add some extra weight and heft. There's a myriad of techniques you can use on a singular track with a few plugins to create a thickening effect, but I like to achieve this the old-fashioned way and record the part multiple times. 
This process is exactly as it sounds. You record the part multiple times on separate tracks and then play them back to hear how the parts work together. It's important to pay attention to pitch, timing, and the interplay between the parts and listen for any detrimental inconsistencies. However, it is the minute pitch and timing differences that result in a thicker and more exciting sonic texture. This is how I would use recording a part multiple times to achieve a thickening effect and add some extra heft to an element in a composition. Next up, let's look at widening. When we talk about widening, it means increasing the perceived width of either an overall mix or individual, individual elements of a mix. Again, there is a bunch of nifty techniques available to help achieve a sense of width using a couple of plugins. In this case, I'm talking about the simplest way to achieve width, and that is through panning. Specifically, panning elements that have been recorded multiple times. Not only will this technique add some heft, but also increase the width of a mix. In my realm of rock-oriented music, the best use case of this technique is on the rhythm guitar parts. This is done by doubling the rhythm guitar parts throughout the composition and panning them left and right. Go ahead and listen to any of your favorite rock and metal albums and you'll notice the layering and panning of the rhythm guitar parts to add heft and width to the song. And I can hear some of you asking, why not simply just copy and paste a rhythm guitar part and then pan them left and right? In short, it just plain sounds terrible. And truth be told, it does not increase the perceived width of the guitar tracks whatsoever. And the best way to see how this sounds is just to do it yourself. And you'll quickly come to, the, you'll quickly come to understand that the best way is to simply just put in the work and record the part multiple times. And again, it's the subtle and minute differences in your playing that add depth, width, and separation between your parts, adding texture and incitement to the overall composition. And this is how I would use recording a part multiple times to achieve a widening effect and add width and separation on certain elements in a composition. Let's take a quick break from this conversation and talk about today's sponsor. Today's sponsor is me. Ta-da! If you're a rock-oriented artist in need of a little help with your project, I offer a small range of services to help you actualize the music you have inside of you. Head over to bobbymineralaudio.com.au to see my services, listen to my portfolio, or schedule a call so we can talk about your project on a more personable level. That's bobbymineralaudio.com.au. And now let's get back to the conversation. Now let's have a look at harmonies. You can add texture, heft, width, and ultimately excitement to your composition by using harmonies on certain elements. And again, for me, within the realm of rock-oriented music, harmony parts are generally for use on the vocals and on melody and lead guitar parts. Harmonies are created by recording an element of a composition like a vocal line multiple times, and on each iteration, varying notes and placements around the main key. Harmonies have the power to transform a vocal line or guitar melody. They can add excitement and tension to segments of a composition. 
and can become the catchiest of hooks. As with widening and thickening, it's the nuances between takes and their interplay with each other upon playback that creates the magic. Also, as with widening and thickening, you don't have to be the most knowledgeable in theory to make these work, though knowledge sure does help. But by simply putting in the work and experimenting, you will get results. And the more you experiment, the more knowledge you glean. Some of the more popular harmony types that I like to experiment with are thirds, and this is when the harmony happens a third above or below the main melody. There's fourths and fifths, where the harmony revolves around perfect fourths and fifths to create some really unique harmonization, and octaves. Octaves produce a great thickening of the frequency spectrum, but tend to not seem as thick as thirds or perfect fourths and fifths. And this is how I would use recording apart multiple times to experiment with harmonies to add some excitement, drama, and tension in a composition, as well as potentially create some really catchy vocal and guitar hooks. And let's talk about comping. Comping or assembling a composite track is another use of recording a part multiple times. Although this process doesn't directly play into enhancing the stereo image of a song by thickening or widening a mix, it does provide a way to produce a good clean take of an element of a song, particularly a vocal line or guitar solo. To make a composite track or simply a comp, as it's commonly called, you record a song part multiple times on separate tracks. You then listen to each track and take note of the strong and weak sections from each pass. From there, you begin constructing a new clean composite track from all the strong sections of each pass. What you'll be left with is a strong, clean, singular track for your composition. This is how I would use recording a part multiple times to create a strong composite track to enhance my composition by having the best performances captured for mixing. To recap, there are a few reasons why I like to record a singular instrument part multiple times when I'm producing a song or composition. These can include thickening, widening, harmonies, and making composite tracks. By making use of these techniques, you can create the best performances for your song or composition for mixing and greatly enhance the overall listening experience for your audience. I hope this has shed a little light on why you would want to record an instrument or a segment of a song multiple times and the overall benefits of doing so. The best way to really understand these techniques is to just go out there and just play around with them for yourselves. So go experiment and have some fun. And that's it for today, my friends. Thanks for hanging out with me once again. I truly appreciate your company. Now let's go and make some music. And that's today's episode in the book. Thank you so much for joining me on the DIY Music Factory podcast. If you feel so inclined, could you please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts or follow the show on Spotify? It would be a tremendous help and I would forever be grateful. I appreciate your company today and I look forward to hanging out with you again on the next episode.